This is L.A. Wildcats quarterback Josh Johnson, and this is the XFL Show. Welcome, football fans. This is the week of November 21st, 2021, on the road to kickoff 2023. This is for the love of football, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Bryant. I must reiterate, this is not the USFL Show, but the USFL is officially back, as announced by Fox Sports, and it's sneaking in a season before the XFL. Brian, do we have another AAF on our hands? This is episode 197. This is not the past, so it's not the original USFL the way people remember it. And it's also maybe not exactly what the AAF was. We're going to have to dissect that a little bit today. But is this the future of spring football? It's the future, yes. Twenty In terms of 2022, it is. And then the XFL is the future in 2023. We have to break <laughs> it all down. What a show we had last week. Executives announced we broke down the entire office of the XFL uh, that was announced last week with all the different faces and the different uh, departments. And you definitely want to go out and check that. Go back and check that show out if you missed last week's episode. But, Brian, this week we have USFL executives to talk about and also – uh, their announcement, how it worked, Fox Sports being the sole owner of that league. It is not the XFL, but it's related. It's spring football, and we're going to be watching it regardless. I know that this week it, it's probably a different feeling for, for you than it was last week. For me, I'm excited. I'm not as excited maybe as last week, but still pretty excited to talk about the USFL. I think there is a lot to be excited about for the XFL, for spring football, perhaps, if I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be positive on this show. Uh, there's there's a lot going on, I guess, some movement You're- and some promise. I guess if, if Fox themselves feel like it's worth getting into the spring football conversation again, uh, then there was something to it. Yeah, well, trigger warning to anybody who might get upset if Brian says something negative about the USFL uh, he means no harm. I'll vouch for him. And also you have me who will speak glowingly a- about the future of spring football, especially with that league too. Uh, but it is very different and very interesting. We're going to talk about it on this week's episode. 724-565-4XFL is the number for you to call or text or leave a voicemail. If you want to get involved with the XFL fan line, anytime, anywhere, just dial up. Text messaging rates do apply. 724-565-4XFL at XFL show on Twitter or any social media. If you want to hit us up there, DMs open. And, you know, I'm I'm sitting here in Italy last night in Italy, Bryant. I'm talking with you. And uh, as I've been winding down, I've just been scrolling through the XFL chatter on social, uh, seeing some nice things people are saying about us that I'm going to bring up here in just a moment. You'll This will put you in a good mood. I specifically chose for Dinkin and Duncan this week some nice things that'll make you happy because I think you're going to be maybe angry by the end of the show. 
And our show is brought to you by... <laughs> he says, move it along. <laughs> yes, we're brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. You can go to prettyeasypodcast.com right now if you'd like to start your own podcast with your own producer, editor, all the help you would ever need to get a podcast up and running and and be comfortable with all of that because maybe you just want to do the show and talk into a microphone. That's what they're for. You go to prettyeasypodcast.com, check it out, reach out to them. And I'm telling you, it's going to make podcasting as fun as you thought it would be. That's the best part about it. So go check it out at prettyeasypodcast.com. Because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy. So easy that really anyone that will we'll, we'll reach out to them and see if they can help them out with their show. Because look how pretty we look. It looks so good. It is. Who who wouldn't want to? Who wouldn't want this high production value or sound this good? If you You're only right, listen we, to us on the podcast and you think we sound amazing, just look at YouTube because we look amazing too. I mean, they make me well, look better than I could even think I could look. I don't know exactly how great I look right now. I've, the game's over. My beard's just at, stop looking at it too. My beard's way. out of control. I was yeah. You caught me checking the Bears and Ravens game. Did <laughs> did, did the bad guys lose? Uh, I mean, twenty two seconds. So. And, oh, they scored. Oh, I missed it. I didn't see that score. Oh, I'm very sad. <laughs> oh, I'll, I don't You could leave this in, actually, the, for the editing afterwards, but, ah. Oh, well, we're a little out. late this week. We don't really don't like to record on a Sunday because, well, obvious reasons during football season, we're very distracted. But Alan's on his last day of his trip, so it's the last <laughs> every we episode. In. Every episode would be just you or I looking off at another screen, forgetting about doing exactly. the show. Or we just talking by about? week, so <laughs> it's okay. You know, yes. either way, uh, we'll, we'll try to stay focused on what we're talking about today. Oh wait, USFL. Hold on, we watch the rest of this game. <laughs> no, we will talk all about it. But uh, let's dink and dunk. And yeah, so I'm leaving Italy, Brian. I guess we look good on the screen, but my beard's out of control. My hair's all over the place. I, I can't wait to get back to the states to just clean up a little bit for everybody. But uh, everyone's liking the show, and we're getting good feedback. So that's still good to know, even though. I feel like I look like a schlub. I, I hope I sound all right. Turk on Twitter, uh, reacting to last week's show, said, so excited to see some faces from 2020 back in the XFL offices. Thanks for the breakdown. I am thankful for what you guys do. Hashtag happy Thanksgiving. And yes, it is the week of giving thanks, and we thank you, Turk, for listening. We do. We thank you very much for listening, Alan. Uh, it just kind of reminds me of uh, that time of year where where uh, we would get those uh, big old uh, Thanksgiving Day turkey balls. Mm, yes, the turkey, the the XFL yeah. footballs wrapped up like a turkey. Great mm-hmm. show. The unboxing video, I think, is still up on our on XFL show. Both of ours, I believe. You got yeah. one. I got one. I put in the oven. It was great. Cooked it for a did little. Did you bit. keep? Did you keep the wrapper? I do have the wrapper still. Orders. Should I bring that Me on too. for Thanksgiving? <laughs> Maybe. You might well, mine's to. available. Is yours packed away somewhere? Uh, oh yeah, I have no clue. It's in a, it's in a dark corner of a garage somewhere in uh, Pennsylvania. When the league filed last year, I uh, I packed up all my XFL stuff and put it into one box. And then when the Rock bought it, the footballs made their way out again. And there they so are. We'll now I can't I can't wait for the fatheads for the Russ branded fathead. That you're going to get up on that wall next week. That's going to be good, right? You're going to have that? Maybe mm-hmm. not. That's coming. We'll see. For sure. We'll see. Uh, Friesen texted us on the XFL fan line. Thanks, Friesen in St. Louis. 
who said, y'all know this USFL going to come and Allen going to be all hyped. Friesen's correct. I, I will be hyped for the USFL if it's done correctly. Um, and that's what we're going to get into a little bit. But I love the brand. I have no, I've made make no mistake about it. I'm a fan of USFL branding. Retro is cool, Brian. You know me. I like vintage things. I mean, you have the same shirts that you've had since high school, I feel like. Um, Couple. Same pants yeah. for the last 15 WrestleManias, I want to say, as well. So oh, I yeah. get it. You like the vintage look. Uh, you know, you started losing your hair in, in eighth grade. So I knew you were going for that old school look all the time. As got to. Got it. Yeah, you got you got to. You got to take what you, you're given and then uh, apply it and win best dressed in high school. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. But uh, Friesen know, knows, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm thankful Friesen's listening and knows me well enough that I am all hyped for the USFL. I'm excited to talk about the news that came out this week regarding the league. But real quick, also want to give a shout out to Chris Mason on YouTube, Brian, who said, you two have great flow, uh, referring to you and I. We, fl- we yeah. flow well. Four I think times a day, maybe- usually usually within an hour of my last meal. It's pretty no, he's not talking about that kind of flow. I think he's talking, maybe he's talking about, didn't we have a singing segment last week? Weren't we singing on the show last week? <laughs> I think he just means that you and I jive together because we've been talking to each other for the last 25 years of our life that we just understand. I've known to- you this long? Really? Uh, seven, so 2000, I want to say 2000. So what's that? 21 years. The hell am I doing with my life that long? Wow, I know some of us progress. Long. Yeah, well, I okay. guess I guess it I'll co- I guess it tra- us, I guess it translates well. I don't notice it, Chris, hey. but thank you for noticing. We're both unemployed. It's fine. Hashtag we want our jobs back, and hashtag let's move on and talk about that USFL news, but not b- before we do. Chat a little XFL, Bryant, stemming from last week's big show in this week's cover two. Good crisp football. So no new news after last week's executive hires were announced, Bryant. But I got asked a question about the XFL. I was in deep football conversation at the Steeler Bar here in Rome. Uh, Shout out to Giovanni. Guy's the greatest. And just hanging out in that bar, you meet all these Americans, really fun to just, you know, I'm having a great time in Italy, but, you know, you want to taste the home every now and then and got into it talking U.S. soccer with some people and then actually found someone who was pretty interested in the XFL and asked me about the TV deal for the XFL, which is what they were most in, uh, in interested in, Brian. And they asked me uh, whether or not the XFL – will be on TV or only via streaming. Do you think it's a possibility that the XFL airs its games every week only on a streaming service like a Peacock or a ESPN Plus? I don't think so because the time of frame that's being spoken of for these games to to actually appear uh, seems to be at a point where networks need content. And so that's why I feel like it's not going to just be a, a streaming service only. I think there'll be some games on an actual channel that you can tube. Network television, maybe. We'll see how that works out. But definitely, I think at least on an ESPN, ESPN2, somewhere, CBS Sports, yeah. I don't know. Someone's going to have to, you know, TNT, 
USA. Who knows? Yeah. So the, the, you bring up all the other channels. So the thing I, I said was I am not 100% certain big ESPN or NBC itself or ABC for that matter or CBS will air the games, maybe the championship games or playoffs, but cable for sure. So any one of the other ESPN channels, I would f- bet on it. If it's not, if the deal's not with Disney, CBS Sports Network, if they're the partner, I mean, what are they going to what do they have to put on that channel? Do, do people get that channel yet? It's still not in a lot of homes. Um and then you bring up yeah, Turner, NBC, so you have Peacock, TNT, and then Paramount. NBC's losing NBC's losing NBC Sports Network. So they they have less space on cable i guess to be airing games uh, but usa i guess might be an option for them or but you also have nbc usa peacock USA. combination too yeah. is what i'm saying yeah. right like if there's it's yeah. probably gonna be a combination of both is what i'm guessing of course is happen. yeah um, these games will stream 100 percent. yeah yeah paramount i have now thanks to a, a gracious gift from my friend here um i have peacock i have disney plus and all the ones that go with that you know, the only one that I worry about is if they went straight to like Netflix. Netflix doesn't really have like a Netflix doesn't it'd, do streaming. It'd be a first. No, they're not. They don't do live content. Yeah, yeah. it's or Amazon. It I guess, doesn't have a partner either, right? No, but Amazon is a possibility. You have Hulu. They do this, and that's what this person was. It was a younger, a, a younger person. I think that I, I forget, but I'm pretty sure I was talking to a maybe a Gen Zer. No, couldn't have been that young, but someone pretty young, and they were uh, basically saying, "Oh yeah, they just stream it all." And I was like, "I don't know. I don't know if you can really get away with only streaming an entire league." And that's one of the benefits you the USFL has of being with Fox. It's going to be all over their different networks. It'll be given good space uh, when they think that it'll uh, get good viewership. And I assume most of those games will be on FS1 and FS2. Um, but we'll see how they divvy it up, but let's get into it. Let's break it down now. Part two of the cover two, Bryant, the USFL officially back Fox sports, uh, tweeting it out. Official Twitter handles are all set up and social medias are set up. Foxsports.com had an article, what you need to know, the new United States football league on Fox. And we have all the pertinent information and we want to break it all down for everybody in case they missed it. First up, eight teams in this league, Bryant, split into two divisions, a Southern division and a Northern division, a 10-game schedule. You got two. I know you're. this is your Northern most interesting Birmingham, part, too. Southern Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But it'll be uh, you play the same division twice and play the other division once in the 10-game schedule with the inaugural season in 2022. Uh happening all in one location. And here is that moment where we talk Birmingham, Brian. It is not officially announced on the Fox Sports end or the USFL end, but we know uh, via reporting in the last month or so we've been talking about it on this show, Birmingham, Alabama will be that single location for everything USFL. So first up, the division alignment, the schedule, 10 games all in Birmingham. What are your thoughts? Uh, spring football 101. When's the last time we had a spring football league that really mattered that didn't do this type of setup? I think it's an ideal first initial setup for any spring football league. 
Um, I'm not knocking it because it's what the XFL did. Do I want more? I think we always want more. But I eight teams, eight decent quarterbacks, ten games gives you a good competitive edge. Uh, you know, in terms of division play versus non-division play. So I, I dig it. I'm fine with it. Totally fine. What about the north and south alignment versus east and west? Any? I any- mean, they did the spring league did north and south, I believe, as well. Uh, it's different, but they're not traveling. You're talking about f- four teams here, four teams there. Unless they're called the Pittsburgh Maulers and the New York Generals, you know, is there really a matter of what's north and south? That's going to be such. They're a called the Generals thing. and the Maulers. If they're given the city, if they're given the city as part of the team identity, but they're never ever playing in that city, what connection will not only fans from those towns actually have with the teams, but players at all? Like, why would they give? Why would they give a crap if I play for the? Uh, New Jersey generals in the USFL in 2022, but we've never actually, I've never been to New Jersey. <laughs> you can have players. So how excited are you for the New Jersey been. generals? Uh, you know, I've never really been in New Jersey. I've been, I've been as far North as uh, North Carolina one time. That's about it. I'm, I'm really from <laughs> Miami. I, the, I'm hoping for this. This is what I hope for the most with the USFL, not just good football and, opportunity for players and coaches but i want to see someone bryant win a championship for a city they've never stepped foot in that would be a first in sports i won i just you just won the usfl championship for the denver whatever they were star no they were the stars but the philadelphia stars will say or Denver Gold, and then the, and then they, what are you gonna do? Well, first off, I've never been to Denver, and uh, I'm just happy for those people. I hope they enjoyed it. <laughs> That's what I'm rooting for. I can't wait to get back to Denver. This is gonna yeah. be great. I'm booking my first trip to Washington right after that. Hey, what? It's, Denver's yeah. in Colorado, friend. It's not in <laughs> Washington. Yeah, man. Well. I have a, a few other things here with the USFL, but that maybe is a possibility. We don't know if the city. So glad I did this for the state of included. Chicago. The state uh, I, that's actually common, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I know. The, Unless you live in the uh, or have well, been to course. Chicago. Yes, <laughs> or or you know just paid attention in school. The uh, 2022 USFL regular season will begin in mid-April and run through mid-June, followed by the playoffs. So this was announced by Fox. Mid-April, Brian, so happy tax day 2022. You're getting the USFL, and it'll end just before summertime uh, with the regular season with the playoffs going into the summer. Uh, there, You have had a similar timeline for the XFL in 2023 on some mock calendars you've put together. So that makes sense, too, for a spring league, I think. It does. Um, we've never really seen it, at least not in this – you know, age, but if it's the window that Fox feels like they need to fill, which at the end of the day, I think is what's happening here, right? Fox is trying to fill some sort of void that they have in their scheduling. Um, They have baseball, right? So it's interesting to me that they're, to me, the void would be end of, 
if it's just Fox, to me, the void that they need to fill is from the end of football to the beginning of baseball. Looks like there's that gap in between that they don't really care about or are moving on from it. Or they have NASCAR, I believe, that goes that starts in February. Something like that. I mean, it's fine. I, I think this is not so ideal, and we'll get into this a little bit, but this is not ideal for spring football. This is ideal for Fox. And I think that's the problem you're going to start running into with this, is that what is ideal for Fox to, A, make money, B, not lose a lot of money, and C, capitalize uh, on the t- television time? It, it is the uh, you know the main ownership uh, of this of this league. If anybody else is involved in the ownership now, it, it, the way it's been set up now, it really feels like Fox is is calling all the shots, has all the stake, and is putting this thing together. And uh, yeah, you're right. It could be a matter of convenience for for the network, but also uh, maybe that help that actually allows the league to succeed because this is something new too. So I'm not going to knock it. Uh, for being a different kind of uh, ownership uh, format, an ownership structure, um, it it seems kind of it, it it seems off. I'll I'll give you that. It seems uncomfortable as a fan. Oh, a network owning a but, owning a league, and but, also but like when it comes to when it comes to gambling too. Like that's also something that seems maybe tricky. And how do you get away with that too? When the people who are broadcasting the game own the league. It's like a TV show in that in that case, instead of an actual sporting company, which is why it is a I mean I, a, a group that they, of course, a corporate group that they've created to be the actual ownership group of this league. Is it is it trash talking time, or do you still need to have more news to go? Or are we going to save that for the hot read? <laughs> I mean, yeah, save it for the hot read if you if you're going to go. Okay. If you're going to really pedal go the metal to I, I am, but not uh, so far. Just keep going with all the announcements. <laughs> okay. We'll run them down real quick. We only have a couple more. Uh, so games in that eight, mid April to mid June uh, schedule will be played on both Saturday and Sunday, like the XFL, but also a special broadcast for Fridays and Mondays. So that's different. We did not see Monday uh, football in the XFL. We had planned Thursday football in the XFL. Friday football, um, but the USFL will be going with the mo- mostly Saturday-Sunday structure. And here you go real quick to round it off, the executives in charge of the USFL. Uh, and we first will talk uh, Brian Woods, who was with the Spring League. Bryant ran the Spring League, uh, got the IP of the USFL, and has been trying to put together spring football for a while. And looks like this is his best shot, and he is going to be the president of football operations for the USFL. Then you have Daryl Moose Johnston, who's worked with Fox, uh, Super Bowl champion. XFL will, the XFL will be the, will be the executive <laughs> vice president of football operations. I mean, it, it really it feels like in our lifetime now, anytime there's been spring football attempted, Daryl Johnston is involved. So uh, that's, uh, I think, a, a good thing probably. It's a guy who knows – uh, the, the lay of the land when it comes to this. And then you have the head of officiating will be Mike Pereira from Fox Sports as well. And uh, the rest will be other Fox uh, executives. Edward Hartman, who will be the executive vice president of business operations for the league. You have Fox Sports' uh, senior VP of digital partnerships and wagering. Uh, that's that's him. He'll be, the, he'll be the head of the business side. So 
uh, he's going to hopefully make the USFL something that gamblers can really sink their teeth into. Interested to see where it comes out on that end. Fox, I think, has its own betting app, although I've never used it. Fox Bet, Bryant, um, you're in California, so you might not be familiar. I know you know DraftKings and FanDuel, which is what most of us use in legal states, but uh, we'll see how wide open it is with the USFL. And then you have Eric Shanks, who's the CEO of Fox Sports uh, and an executive producer, is going to be the chair of the USFL board. So those are the names announced in the offices of the United States Football League. All Fox ties, pretty much. And uh, it seems like the one outsider from the Fox offices is Brian Woods. Yeah, so I feel like they're just adding extensions to their current executive team at Fox, which I guess, you know, to save money, again, and we'll get into that, uh, helps their their cause. Uh, what all these people actually know about running a football league and, and how to implement it, I don't know. What they do know are probably the skills that Fox cares about, and that's making money, saving money, uh, and maybe marketing. The good thing here is there, there's no, is there's no middleman. Um, there's, this is kind of a top down ownership structure. So when we said the XFL had that going, it was able to, uh, come up with and implement strategy for all the teams, for the entire league, everything was sweeping. If there were changes, if there was, uh, something, an idea, uh, it would happen. They can make it happen. It's basically, uh, uh, if you want to really dumb it down, a dictatorship where, there's a, there's a decree and it gets enacted immediately. There's no pushback. There's no need to vote. There's no need to go through a bunch of different owners to agree on something. There's no real democracy in this uh, kind of corporate structure. And that's uh, great for getting getting things done. Well, uh, Fox has that. They have a board. I'm interested to see how that board uh, is uh, put together. Yeah, but the and what board that doesn't means. interfere with day, day-to-day yeah. decisions. Right. Yeah. And there's they, they gave the OK no, and you roll with it. Yeah. And there's no team. Yeah. So this is more uh, of the arguing yeah. against different rules being enacted. There's none of that. So that's probably a positive for a young league like this because you're able to get things done quickly and efficiently. I think the the uh, the XFL had the similar structure with Vince McMahon being the owner. Right. In terms of money, where's the money coming from? And the money came from the owner. The money didn't come from some outside source, some other person who was giving you money. That's, that was the biggest problem with the AF, and it was the questions we'd always ask. Where are they getting the money? Where are they getting the money? Because Charlie Ebersol was running the show, but he didn't have the money. <laughs> Vince McMahon was basically running the show with Oliver Luck you know, underneath him, but he had the money. So at least we know Fox has the money to go along with that ownership. But do they have the budget? That's another question because they are – this is Fox Sports, which is under a corporate umbrella. What do they do with the USFL? How much do they pump into it? Uh, that's going to be interesting to watch. How creative do they get? And they did already luring Birmingham into the equation and getting them to front a lot of the cost for putting a season together in one single city. As fans, we don't like that, but you – can easily understand why they're doing it at least for year one don't think it flies for multiple years or does it let's discuss that now brian it's time for you to really put the gas uh, hit dale gas give it some gas because you can go as angry if you as you want whatever you got 
Give it all here. It's this week's Hot Read. So here it is, the moment Bryant's been waiting for, where we take all this new information about the USFL, and he could react and give his real opinions on everything. I've set it up for you, Bryant. The USFL, a 10-game season, eight teams playing in one location from mid-April to mid-June. You know some of the faces behind the scenes now. Lay into them. Do you think the USFL is going to have its stuff together to give us a quality season in 2022 and beyond? I think this honestly might be the best interpretation of spring football in my entire life. Sorry. <laughs> I saw, it looked like your your face was going through some real pain trying to even get that that joke out. Uh, out trying to be trying to be sarcastic. If you this is why xfl.show the YouTube channel everybody you got to watch because I've never seen a human's face make those contortions as Bryant was trying to lie through his teeth. Very fun. Good. Nice try. Now go ahead and be honest. Um, okay. Uh, uh, so I, I think there is a huge difference between what the the spring leagues of the past, and I'll include the AAF in that, have tried to do versus what Fox is trying to do now. And I think that's the biggest problem I have with this. There is there is no intent for Fox other than filling TV time. Where? We're in we're, we're in Thanksgiving. Five months before they're supposed to kick off. No players, no coaches that we know of. No city, apparently. I mean, I guess they're still finalizing Birmingham, but okay, fine. We don't know what the TV contract's going to be like in terms of what's going to be where and how. You know, they gave us snippets of information. Great. But what about the actual detail that's going to bring people in? Alan, they, they, you saw the Spring League this past year. No one did anything to make that look good. I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, but still, it wasn't anything worth me really carving out time to watch. You know, as a, as a, as a casual fan... No one's going to care. And as a spring football fan that I am, I barely cared. I think I watched two games. So at the end of the day, what is Fox trying to do? It's trying to fill their televisions with more football. I get it. I understand it. It's why it's why, probably why they got into the XFL. Maybe this is a one and done type thing. They just need to get through 2022 until they get to 2023. That's definitely a possibility. Who knows? But at the end of the day, this cannot be the future of spring football. Because do you think, put it to you like this, they kick off April. Let's say let's say starting then, they are already looking at the 2023 season. Is, tw- is that enough time to get all your ducks in a row to actually have a legitimate football league in 2023 with teams in cities that people care about? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is Fox going to commit to these players over a year to make sure they don't jump no. to the XFL? No way. No, no way. I, what is, I don't, I don't what is Fox that. setting yeah. some, is Fox setting themselves up for anything past 2022? I don't see it. Doesn't, it doesn't feel like that. I and, enjoy this. Yeah. And I understand what, why you're saying that. And that's, and that's really interesting because it makes me think about when you point that out, it makes me think about why I know this is why you, me, most of us, why we like the XFL the most, uh, especially this version of the XFL, because We've been sold 
uh, a spring league that was the future of fantasy and gambling and interactive and basically a, a football tech company. We've been sold that. Now we're being sold a retro brand as bonus TV. You love football. Here's football. But the, the marketing behind it is a little bit of nostalgia and a lot of convenience for the ownership. What, why would we sink our teeth into that when the XFL is selling it, it was in 2020 and still is selling it with the new ownership group the love of football the sport for the love of football it's in the branding you could see why one league stands out compared to the other so I'll give you that Brian the XFL totally better in, in terms of marketing and getting you interested in the league the USFL is a league of convenience it's just giving us uh, football because they know football sells and you know it just so happens to oh we're going to give some players and coaches jobs and and people in Birmingham some jobs all good yeah but it's not completely an altruistic venture whereas at least on the surface the XFL is absolutely that all about the football and really making this thing better expanding the game globally giving doing stuff that just seems common sense for this sport it should be an international game because people love it all over the world but it's not that yet it should be accessible for people to play all year long and for us to watch all year long because we all love it that much and we know it's going to draw so the usfl coming in here kind of i'll say half-assing it makes you think this is just a way to get through that ratings period for fox and they've have struggling cable and streaming numbers for sports so that's that's the intention behind it Whereas, of course, there are people involved that are super passionate about it. I'm sure Brian Woods loves this thing more like a baby and hopes it succeeds and is going to do everything in his power to make it succeed. And I'm all for that. But when you look at it as a whole, it doesn't have that feeling of all for one, all for the love of football, where the XFL had that. Uh, this has a, a, a real kind of temporary feel to it, like Brian pointed out. So I, I agree with you there. But will they have it together, at least for one season? I, I It seems it's easy enough for them to put together so they're going to be able to do it. And uh, the good thing is they're not overselling it for sure. They're not Charlie Ebersoling this. I won't call it the AAF at all because they are doing it the way the AAF probably should have been done the way since it was put together so quickly. I mean, it, at it least they're like being honest this is about the, it. Yeah, that's true. It We're feels not like this is to. the next... Yeah, it feels like this is the next step of the Spring League. This is yeah. what this feels like. This is the next step of the Spring League versus the first step of the USFL. And I think if you put it into the, that context, you know, where the Spring League is going to be paying their players now, right? The USFL is going to be paying their players. Well, hopefully, you know, we still don't know that, but hopefully that's the case. Um, we have more teams. We're going to have more players, you know, we're going to have a television deal where we can actually watch all this. Like those types of things that you're seeing are pretty exciting for the Spring League, as it was. Because as, a, as the Spring League is a great thing, and it's given people the opportunity to just get some game tape, you know, this is awesome. This is going to be great scouting tape for the XFL, I think. But at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, what's the actual that. goal for Fox? <laughs> What's the actual goal of the uh, of Fox? Uh, who knows? Maybe it's a one and done type thing. Maybe they bring this back again. Maybe it's just how the Spring League moves forward. 
and now it becomes the USFL. Yeah. Either way, uh, I, I'm not knocking it because you're right. Yes, they're not exactly. overselling themselves like the AAF did. I don't think this is the future. I don't think... I think we all know, and Fox will tell you that, that this 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 structure would not last in a future. You can't have eight teams going to one city playing and having it be its nationally regarded game. It's not how it works, right? That's um, that's like... That's well, like, it's, like it's, it's, it's the NASCAR. It's, it's the yeah, NASCAR yeah. approach, right? But even then, people get tired of going to the same race every year, right? You know, it, it, it's so hard to fathom that people are going to get excited for this that they can't wait for it to come to their town so they can go see it live. That's what I'm talking about. Football as a circus will not. Yeah, it does not work. You know, there, yeah. there, the circus model works for wrestling. For NASCAR. For circuses. Traveling road for sites, A traveling yes. road show. Yes. We love that stuff, but not for football. For performers. Football's communal. Football's something that you you get attached to for your team. Um, it's not a, it's not a sport for players even. People are, will play fantasy football, but they watch it for that their team they put together. And maybe that's what they're hoping for with the USFL. That the fantasy aspect about it will, will be so big that people won't care these teams don't have cities. And they just play in one place. Maybe. Maybe they're trying that. I don't see it working. I think you need to be playing football in a town. I still do. Um, even though fantasy is big, that's the NFL. People don't really play college fantasy football, do they? They're not going to be playing USFL fantasy football right away either. They didn't end it with the AAF. They did it with the XFL. Um, it's good to think about. It's good to hope for. But that's secondary. So that with that part of it too i just you have to have something grander for the year after 2022 but confident 2022 gets pulled off by fox they've got the infrastructure i'm rooting for it i want to watch football next spring i'll say that and just because brian and i might say some things about we might be critical of how it's being put together or the messaging and of course we revere the xfl and love the xfl it doesn't mean that we hate the usfl even Brian doesn't hate the USFL. Doesn't want. I didn't even to, hate the AAF. Yeah. Yes. Doesn't I, want. I it hated to, Chated, uh, you know, Charlie Ebersol. I hated what he said. You know. Yeah. You know. You don't want. I mean, people will say that I Context, wanted it to fail. I didn't baby. want it to fail. I wanted to be proven right. Is what I wanted in the AAF size. Yeah. That's all it is. I didn't want to to fail, but I wanted to be proven right. I don't think yeah. the USFL is going to fail. I think this is going to be a full season. I don't see a reason for this to fail. Seems cheap enough to where Fox isn't going to abandon. You know, they were like, "Hey, we got a hundred and twenty thousand people's for people's. Uh, we had a hundred and twenty thousand people per view. Hey, let's just market it up a little bit and let's see if we can get two hundred to three hundred. Let's do it. Let's let's figure it out. You know, not and, compared and, to the millions and, and millions, millions of what the Fox. Uh, when are you coming back? Can you come back already, please? Um, <laughs> I just feel like the XFL is, is structured themselves to actually be a sustainable brand. The USFL, Fox, and what they're doing. I'm not knocking what they're doing. I'm knocking the idea that this is the future of spring football. That's what I'm knocking. Just based but, on I what I've seen and what I've heard. I think that's fair enough. We'll see how uh, viewers and listeners react to it. Bryant. I agree. I don't think it's the future. It's not sustainable. 
seems more like a, a, a cheap and easy way to get the league up and running. And if they can keep it going from there, awesome. I just don't see it being right off the bat uh, as interesting or fun as the XFL was in 2020, but interesting enough and fun enough to keep our attention and to keep the the um, proper amount of attention from viewers so that the league can sur- maybe survive another year. But it has to be in more than just one city. Definitely. I don't think that the USFL – now, if we're, let's just do this. If 2023 is a starting point for both of these leagues where they can go into cities and, and do their thing, I don't think – the USFL playing in 2022 versus the XFL not playing in 2022 gives it any advantage. Puts them ahead. No, really no, not at if all. If anything, it might put them at a disadvantage because they have to plan for that season where the XFL is only looking at 2023. Exactly. And that's another question asked. Do you think that the prediction now, do you think the two leagues play simultaneously ever? Because I don't see the USFL having a step ahead because players are probably going to come and go out of that league in year one and they'll have to rebuild from that angle maybe their teams are set up with coaching staffs and whatnot um they can do that i can't wait to see how how that's all put together but i feel like the xfl is is going to be able to get out there in 2023 regardless of the usfl there i can't fathom the usfl being so successful in 2022 and this might be a it's if it's a jinx, then you could blame me in the end. But I, I would bet money on this. The USFL is not going to be so awesome, even though it's going to be awesome, I think. But it's not going to be so great that the XFL, can't, oh, they're going to have to call it quits and not even do it. Oh, we can't get players. Oh, we can't get just Not the case. Plenty of great people out there, too, even if the USFL is still rolling. But that won't be the case. But the only way I see this thing happening the xfl is going to be out there in 2023 i could see a simultaneous you know two spring leagues at one time if the usfl decides that uh you know a second year of this is is worth it and they actually invest way more money in it than they do in year one but my prediction is no i don't think that happens i think it's possible that it happens if we're still talking spring league continuance Right, if the spring league is continuing as the USFL kind of thing, I, I could see that. But yeah, I don't see how this this whether it flops or it succeeds in twenty twenty two. I don't see how the XFL is like, nah, we're good. We're not going to try this anymore. I don't see it. Right, or not in terms of this. You, yeah, or as you like, brought up earlier, maybe fo- maybe it is a, a placeholder for the network Fox to just have content and then the next season they get on board with the xfl we see a usfl xfl type deal like we were going to get with the cfl maybe i could see that happening more so than two different leagues going at once at the same time the xfl has put their uh, plans for 2023 on hold as they get into discussions with the, <laughs> with USFL, the usfl on a future <laughs> i can't i couldn't handle that please dear yeah, god no <laughs> Look, the XFL is going to do what they do. It's, it's in, even though it's in different ownership, we got a lot of the same people in there. They're going to put their head down. Uh, they're going to grab the rock. They're going to put the head down, and they're going to try to get that first down. Boom! Good football reference. That's a football reference. Twenty twenty three. Just get <laughs> get that get get that thing going. Keep get that drive going. 
to the big to the big score, which is an awesome 2023 season that we all love. Uh, for the USFL, still so unknown. The XFL, of course, is unknown, but the USFL is unknown, and it's now going to be kicking off in, I don't know, my, what's my math here, Brian? Five months? Less than half a year? Uh, let's see. December, January, February, March, April. Five months. Five months to put an entire football league together, but they only play in one city. But there are eight teams with eight coaching staffs and players, so we'll see how they do it. I, we well, need to get to speculating to me, on that. That's going to be really fun main, to watch. The main question I have for the USFL for me is, when are we getting team names? <laughs> I think we'll leave it at that then. That's the biggest question <laughs> of all, for sure. The different I'll thing about this is we actually... We know that we know the names. We just don't know which which of the names. Which ones? The bunch. Yeah. This is very different. Picking Mahlers. Okay, the Mahlers. Yeah, they made the they made the cut. Mahlers have well, made you know the who cut. I'm, I, this is fun though because now I know the team I'm rooting for already. If they if they make the cut, that'll be fun. Uh, I won't have to pick a team to cheer for. <laughs> Although, what allegiance would they have to Pittsburgh in this one city league? Let us know what you think and, and react to our, our opinions on it. Uh, the USFL is happening, and we're excited for it. We, we'll put that out there for sure. We're excited to talk about it, to see it. Uh, I'm excited to see how long Bryant sees it, how long his interest is held, because he's the tougher one for them to, to, to keep hey, in front of the I team. I watched more AAF than you did. I watched it all. What are you talking about? I watched every single game live. I even knew all the players. No, you did, and you still, yeah, not really, but you know, you know, some of them that that hung around, and that league did give us some players that we talked about for months and now years after that league uh, came and went. So there are plenty of good players out there. That's what it, when it, what it all comes down to. That's why Fox would do this. That's why. But do you remember uh, Redbird, The Rock, and Danny Garcia would do this because there's so many good football players out there. That's why we do this. We love the sport, and there's so many good people that could still be a part of the pros. And not just the NFL, and that's why you see the USFL happening. So, not hard to fathom. <laughs> not hard to fathom at all. But either way, uh, there'll be plenty of news coming out for both these leagues that we'll try to dissect and try to interpret on how it bleeds in to the XFL every single Sunday. So, right here on your favorite podcast app: Google Podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you give us that five star review and tell your friends about us. If you got a question, comment, or topic you want us to cover. Well, then text or call the XFL fan line, 724-565-4XFL. Remember, standard text messaging rates do apply. I did see somebody still asking us about a 200th episode. Uh, we're rolling on that. I think we're going to have something a lot, a lot of fun that day. All USFL <laughs> talk that episode. It's going to be a complete <laughs> also branding. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, and probably TikTok. Or if you want to say hi, uh, then come and subscribe and watch us on YouTube at XFL.show, the official website of this is the xfl show and don't forget to check out our sponsors pretty easy podcast go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh pretty easy even if you want to start a usfl podcast go ahead call them yeah contact them hit the hit little up. contact us button uh they'll hook you up usfl show and if you yeah if you have all your friends in one city and you guys want to get on around a big table just do it from there yes pretty easy podcast will help you on how to do it. Me and Alan, we're more XFL-based. We, we're in different cities, you know, we, sometimes yeah, different, different countries. We're an international podcast. We are. We are. 
I mean, they wanted us to do the the Elf podcast, Brian. We we thought about it, couldn't quite pull the trigger. A USFL show. There's, I think there needs to be way more info for us to to dive into because right now we could kind kind of compile it all on this this show, but we'll see what happens down the road. I mean, I watching all these games this morning while we're recording makes me pine for the Patreon days of. This is not the XFL show. I need to be talking some NFL uh, in college with you in the potential UCLA pit matchup in a bowl game. Although you guys won't be New Year's Six eligible, so you're not on our level. But, you know, maybe some other time. Maybe we'll, well get we that going. If we played in the ACC, we'd, we'd, we'd be bowl eligible too. Oh, my goodness. You want this show to go another hour? I'll argue all day about the ACC superiority. Yeah, just tell the misses that it'll go for another hour. See how that goes. No, we got we got a pack. We got to get back. I'm coming back to the states. I'm coming back just in time for Turkey and everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week after Turkey to talk XFL with you. And uh, we just want to wish y'all a happy Thanksgiving. And please just don't eat too fast. That's my advice. That's that's what I've learned in my thirty of. Uh, four plus years on the on the planet just don't eat too fast on that day and you'll be good i've hosted a lot of thanksgivings and i'll tell you what the bad stuff's at the beginning of a buffet if you're eating buffet style the bad stuff's at the beginning of a buffet the good stuff's at the end so don't scoop too hard at the beginning scoop harder at the end i'm i'm i have a my my new uh theme for thanksgiving the past few years has been despacito just gotta, right? That's that makes sense. Did I translate that right? I've been talking Italian mostly, but what? Yeah. Just, just ease into it. Ease into it, and you're gonna have the best Thanksgiving, and you'll be not too full to consume next week's show, which is probably gonna be hearty and nutritious. So thank That's you, everybody. Sure. It'll be good. Though. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, we everyone. We appreciate you. Yes, and uh, don't get injured playing Turkey Bowl. Knock on wood, if you're. If you got aches and pains, don't play. That's my advice. If, don't if play. they're using the XFL kickoff rule, game. no one should be getting hurt. So that's true. That's true. Just be careful. Uh, and also, uh, I'm trying to get to see if there's any other holiday advice or wishes I should give before we're out of here, Brian. You want, should we, well, maybe at, next week we'll sing Christmas carols. It'll be that time of season, and people love our flow. We have great voices. Karaoke. You know Christmas carols coming up. I, a, f- a few. Ooh, that'll be the 200th episode, maybe. Just all Christmas, Christmas carols. carols. <laughs> Christmas carols. Christmas yeah, carols. The XFL let- show. The greats. <laughs> jingle all the way. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle. Well, no, you. Yeah. I'll sing. You're going to do the trumpet. That's how that'll work. Okay. You do the instrumental. <laughs> Look out for that, everybody. Let us know what you want for the 200th episode at XFL show. Uh, that's coming up, though. We got a couple more in between them. So, uh, Really enjoy your holiday, and we'll be back next week. I think we covered it all. So, again, we don't hate the USFL. We do love the XFL, though, and we know you do, too. So thanks for watching and listening. Tell your friends to subscribe, and we'll be back next week. For Bryant, I'm Alan. This is the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.